to say my name. My name is Deja Brown. And you're listening to, you're listening to the Open Mic Podcast. Pop, 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 podcast. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know what it is with this infrared crypto beat in the background. You know what time it is. You know what time it is. It's the Open Mic Radio Podcast, y'all. It's the Open Mic Radio Podcast. Shimmy, 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 y'all, shimmy, yay, shimmy, y'all. Give me the bite so I can take it away. Here's your pepper, that's that's packer. You gotta block that. Block that. What's going on, y'all? This is Open Radio Podcast. Real quick, I just want to say, I want to thank everybody, all the ones and twos of y'all, the ones and twos that listen to the podcast, who download the podcast, who share the podcast, who comments on the podcast, who subscribe to the podcast. Thank you. Because without you, there is no podcast. I'll be talking to myself. But not tonight. Now, in this episode, we're going to get a little bad and boozy, y'all. Not to be confused with bad and bougie. She bad and bougie. But this time we ain't getting boozy. Bank head bounce, 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 bounce. Bank head bounce, 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 bounce. Hey. Uh, uh. And I'm just excited, man. It's been a great week. It's been a great weekend of comedy for me. Um, last episode, I told you about how I'm putting people on Do Not Disturb. That hasn't changed. A lot of folks on Do Not Disturb, my whole phone books on Do Not Disturb. I went to a job interview. Guess who's on Do Not Disturb? Leave a voicemail if I got the job. Mm. Leave the voicemail if I got the job, y'all. I don't know. I call you back. Send the email. I take my bad news in soft copies. I don't do mail like that. Nah, man. It's been a great week of comedy. Um, I'm just going to jump right in here, yo. As this, as this episode, yo. Um, I did the DC Improv Saturday, this past Saturday. And um, it was crazy because I ended up indirectly um, doing what, let me take it back. I'm talking crazy. Um, this weekend, opened, I was at the DC Improv. Uh, a lot of great comedians, Kasha Patel, Ramin, Ramin Mazastavi, um, David Siegel, and Dylan Valatita. I think I said his name correctly. I'm not sure if I did or not. Um, did two shows Saturday. It was dope. The crowds were dope. The first show was all um, on Saturday was very hype. They was excited. They was ready to be there. They came there for laughter. They came there to be entertained. Okay. Um, second show, not so much. They um, they wasn't for the shits, y'all. You know, they 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 had pregame a little too hard. They came in they came in hot. They came in too hot, y'all. I'm be honest with you. They came in hot, a little too hot for me. A little too hot for TV, you know. <laughs> Not saying that I wasn't funny. No, I was I was hilarious. But um, you know, sometimes you just get an audience that you know they're like, I'm I'm here for comedy, but I'm also not here for your shit. So, what you got? Give me what you got for a pork chop. And um, that's what happened. And uh, it was a great show, all in all. 
Um, all the comics are funny. No bad reviews. I got a couple of Instagram followers out of it, which is always a plus. Um, I feel more comfortable asking for Instagram followers than I did back in the day asking for a woman's phone number. I don't know how that that, that become that became a thing for me, but that's what happened. I'm like, hey, let me get that. Um, yeah, don't even worry about that. How about you just give me that Instagram, yo? And um, they just come off of it easily. Huh. Let me get your phone. And now you follow me. I follow you. And now we're a big old following community. We're happy. You're happy and you're singing your color. Da-na-na. Give me a high five. But that's not the point of the story. I bring up this story because um, a lot of good things happened this night. One, I finally topped off. As they say, when you fill something all the way to the brim, I topped off one of my jokes. Okay. It's pretty goddamn funny. It'd be done at the, at the promote might be album recording September 28th. That's a cheap plug. That's happening though. This is happening. Okay. <laughs> two, um, two, um, I did two shows where I, um, that I felt comfortable. I felt comfortable in my skin. I felt comfortable going up after a very strong comic, which means in my mind, in my head, if you if if we're scoring this, right? If we're scoring this, then I feel comfortable to follow anybody. Okay? I feel like I can hold my own. This is a person who's in the club all the time. Um Dave Siegel is a beast. He's a monster in New York. And I held my own. I didn't there wasn't I was put in the palate cleansing position. That's what I call it. The palate cleansing position. And I held my own. I went on that stage. I got on that mic and I entertained for the amount of time I was paid to entertain. Can you entertain for the amount of time they tell you to entertain? I did that twice, twice, twice. Okay. That, that happened. You can't take that from me. Okay. Third, after I got the Instagram followers, I got a couple of compliments, you know, Hey, can we take a picture with you? Sure. You can take a picture with baby. Come on. Arm around it. Put your, let me put my arm around you. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. You know? So th- these are the things that I I judge everything on. Okay? I judge everything on that. <laughs> Was it a good show? Yes. And and of course, of course, the cake topper. And I got paid. Huh. I get paid to do this sometimes, guys. I just don't get to do this for free. I get to, I get paid sometimes to um to do this. So, it was all in all a good time. Be right back. All right, I'm back. So, um, so we're sitting there, minding our business, uh, waiting to get paid. I'm at the back of the DC Improv. Everybody's doing this set. Ramim's on stage. He's closing out the show. And then I look up, and I have my first holy shit moment ever in comedy. Michelle Wolf walks in. And for everybody who doesn't know who Michelle Wolf is she's a comedian who had her own talk show on um Netflix and also she's also the comedian who was the cor- who was the comedian for the correspondence dinner that caused all that controversy about Sarah Huckabee's face who which no, <laughs> no lies were told so um so she walks in and she's cool as a piece we talked we chopped it up about sneakers and and uh, she like I like your shoes and I was like oh these just to be trues 790 Air Maxes, and she was like, oh, thank, oh, that's what's up, and, you know, it was crazy, it was a great conversation, from there, I look to the right of me, um, and I see, there's a guy with a New York Yankees cap, 
fitted. And immediately I said, that's Michael Che, but I doubt if that's Michael Che because there's no way Michael Che is here right now, right? Blink three times, he disappears. Okay, Michael Che is a, is a goddamn genie. No big deal, right? Turns back around while, um, while she's on stage and she's doing her thing, right? She's telling her jokes. She's, you know, she's work. I guess um, she's working. She's got some shows coming up, and she's, you know, she's just working. All comics, she's working, right? As she's working, uh, I turn around again, and the GM goes in, grabs a guy, and says, "Hey, you're next," and it's Michael Goddamn Che, writer, comedian, writer of SNL. And he goes up there and does 30 to 40 minutes of pure comedy. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm starstruck. I'm awestruck, people. I am in a state of flux. So that was my weekend. That was my weekend of comedy. I'm getting ready for my taping. And right before I get ready to do my taping, I got to go and see, goddamn, um, <laughs> I have to see this guy. And Michelle Wolf. That she's Michelle Wolf. <laughs> and that's the great thing about comedy. Like, everybody came there for the 945 show, the improv, only came to see five people. They just came there to have a good time. The next thing you know, you end up getting five people plus Michelle Wolf and Michael Che. You only paid $20, but that was easily what if you took. By, by themselves, at least a $50 show. Now, you include me up there, that's at least a $55 show. Okay, I don't, I'm not no cheap. I'm not no cheap get. I ain't no cheap get. <sighs> Anywho, I have a special guest that I'm about to call on Facetime right now. And you know me, man. I could easily just be like, "Hey, um, I'm going to do whatever," but I'm not. There's a certain level of professionalism I do not contain. I don't, I don't contain, I don't have it in me to be professional at all. I should easily stop recording, right? Because everybody tells me that you should stop recording and then bring up the, uh, to bring up the, uh, okay, you're being dumb. Bring up the, then bring up the person. I'm like, nah, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to do that, okay? I don't want to do that. What I want to do is I want to, I want to make it ring. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make it ring. Be right back. Hey, everybody, and I'm back. And, um, yeah, uh, I'm not going to tell you what I went through, but just know that, uh, first of all, I love Apple, but fuck Apple at the same time. Um, I got my homegirl here. I told you I had some, um, some boozy people here, not to be confused with bougie. Uh, I got my homegirl, and she got some wine, too. Hey, what's up, girl? I got my big glass, too. I got my Olivia Pope glass, even though Scandal is no longer with us. <laughs> All right, so uh, I messed her name up the last time. So I've been practicing. Actually, I haven't been practicing because then I got <laughs> flustered. Um, Demetra. Demetra? Demetria. Demetria. Boom. Told you. Close enough. It's good enough. Good, good enough for government work. It, but y'all can just call me D. Nobody calls me Demetria in real life. Okay. All right. So give it up for... Uh, I got my homegirl from the Bad and Boozy, one half of the Bad and Boozy podcast. Um, yes. D, yo. What's up, it's D? me. It's D. <laughs> if you ever listen to the podcast, you'll hear me go by D Asia. 
which was unofficially like my drag name back in the day, but I'll tell y'all that story later. You said drag name. Yeah. Well, not drag name, but you know, I got, you know, you know, we watch Pose. I have friends in a similar community and that name was given to me by them. Okay. <laughs> hey, I, I, I love them. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in a few minutes, you know, because um, I'm not going to tell you who on the show fussed me out, but I don't talk to myself in America. <laughs> So I was all I said, and I'm gonna tell you my exact words. And I think I didn't type it right because I was in the middle of hosting the show. I was okay. just like, I love Pose. Uh, Blanca's my girl. Um, the only problem is she sang, she sings like Michael Jackson, and <laughs> D just went off on me. She was like, first of all, I... you need to educate yourself. You need to get, you need to get some literature. Educate well, yourself. Me, well, even I, I did not think you was gonna bring that up today, but I am grateful. Of your reception, because I, because I, because I was trying to like, if I'm friends with somebody, I try to like, clap, yeah, them, but I them too. So I'm like, well, let me just say what I gotta say, and hopefully it's received well. Oh no, no, it's I, just, okay. I try to do my little, because <laughs> you never know how some people, but some people be like, well, get offensive. But I was like, well, if you wanna be, if I'm a quote unquote call myself an ally, then. That's what I got to do my part. Yeah, She's been nice. She was like, first of all, get you some literature. You need to go on the Google machine and realize there are women too. I'm like, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that she is a woman. It just, when she sings. She, yeah. She... I, but I got the, I got your whole sentiment and I can see that like, you had the right idea. You just was using the wrong words. Yeah. So it was just a it was just a matter of practicing and using the right words. As a man, I get, the, the words get me in trouble all the time. I, t- I, I eat that one, yo. Um, to the forty three of people that listen to this podcast, I just want to. Oh, uh, we got an extra. One? It's forty three now. It's forty three. Yeah, I'm, I'm shooting oh. for new goals now. I'm trying to get the forty five downloads. Oh. <laughs> or if you listen to the um, you listen to the uh, three guys on. Yes. This is the three guys on, so yeah, you, you know I was on that joint. Uh, real quick, for the 43 people that downloaded this podcast, one of them are you. Um, t- talk about Bad and Boozy. I just got into it, so talk about Bad and Boozy. So, um, I guess it's like a connection with, you know, like if you listen to three guys on and then people know you, you've heard everybody, you've heard them mention Rod and Karen from the Black Guy Who Tips. So, my co-host and I actually met in the Black Guy Who Tips when he, when Rod created a Facebook fan group a couple years back. Mm-hmm. And we were literally just like friends online for a few years. And then, um, what, this November, it'll be two years since we created a Bad and Boozy podcast. Mm-hmm. And I've always been like a wine, I've always been into wine. I started getting more into like craft beer and stuff. And me and her was just like talking and having an idea of like um, discussing how like wine and stuff can be like unapproachable. And like it just doesn't seem like it's marketed to black people, specifically like black women. Mm-hmm. But, and I always get family and friends. If I, um, shoot, if I was the, flip my camera around I got a bunch of like wine accessories and stuff so I've always been like this wine person but I just talk to people like the way how I talk about wine yeah. so so when people would ask me they would say oh you gotta eat it like this you gotta <laughs> drink it with this you and I'd be like, no, the best, like, drink the fuck with you, whatever you want to drink. <laughs> so we was just like, well, let's just make a podcast talking about it. And I didn't want to do a part. I, I can talk. I, I'm a talker. But I didn't want to talk pop culture or nothing. If I'm going to talk about anything, I just wanted to be, like, something, like, with my personality and something I love. And, like, I love wine. And then um, get more into beer and stuff. So we was like, well, let's um just do it. Be like a, 
Um, if you heard the show, we got it segmented into like the beginning of the show. We kind of talk about ourselves, what's been going on in the week and blah, blah, blah. We review a bill, wine or whatever we've been drinking. Mm-hmm. And we pick a topic. And the one fun thing about the show is as we've been learning, as we've been um, uh, doing the show, we've been like finding all these other dope ass black women who like do wine blogs and tours and and women who like brew beer and it's like yo you all you know black women we we if there's no lane we just create it so it's like all right yeah. let's hook up with these other people and it's just been fun and i'm like and i've looked up and i think we're on episode 84 yeah and, um and then we did like a when raw and karen had their event in charlotte last year we did like a little mini um Bad and boozy, like happy hour. Then and then, um, oh, the funny thing is, she's on the east, she's on the west coast, and I'm on the east coast. So, mm-hmm. until so, we were doing the podcast for like maybe like eight months or so before we ever, and we had known each other for like two or three years before we ever met in person. Okay. So, it was like we met in person, everything good, but yeah, so the podcast been fun, and it's just like cool. And I, I, I we have a lot of people who listen that don't even really drink wine, mm-hmm. but. But when we talk about it, that makes them like, you know, you go grab something for your wife or you go and tell somebody whatever, you'll remember, they might remember something we said. And then we always got inappropriate jokes too, so. Never noticed. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, our AKAs and stuff would like tell you that from the jump. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Speaking of which, before we go any further, because I'm not only, I'm a great podcaster and comedian, I am a great (laughs) interviewer, okay? Um, Okay. I I do great. You got all kinds of skills. I have excellent questions. The okay. most dangerous part about the question is the follow-up question. Here we go. Okay. Um, so we're going to talk about your, your Twitter handles because you're quick with oh. <laughs> um, The last one was Sneaking Dick. I <laughs> Sneaky Dick or whatever it was. I was like, what is it? It was sneaky? Sneak Dick and Ho. Yeah. So <laughs> what's, what's going on? What's, what's happening? So um, I'm, I got friends that I talk to throughout the day, and a lot of times inappropriate jokes are had. And I'm like, oh, I don't need to add that officially to my AKAs, but maybe I'll just change my Twitter name. And that sneak dick and hoe actually came from, I was listening to the read, and one of the (laughs) listener letters mentioned that. And I thought that was hilarious. Mm. But... (laughs) And um, whatever, the lady, I'll put it like Lady Thigh or mm-hmm. when I was wearing this wig early this year, somebody called me Wiggy Houston. So when if somebody calls, basically if somebody calls me something that I think is funny as hell, mm-hmm. I'll just change my Twitter handle. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> like, my Twitter name. Okay. I was like, what? What is happening here? I saw sneak digging hoes. Like I don't follow no sneak digging hoes. Like oh, it's D. Okay. Never mind. Um, no big deal. I mean, I don't have no problem with sneak digging hoes either. So like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm here for it, but I don't know if I'm sure if I'm here for it. We sex positive over here. Okay. <laughs> it's all good um but yeah so um i, I bought you on the show because when we had yes. a conversation and i just want to say um i don't really I, I don't navigate well in the social media webs i'm a very i'm pretty good at the social media yeah i'm, a, I'm an introvert i'm a very i'm very introverted um if you, you met me in person i'll be on my phone hiding deep into my thoughts <laughs> so uh I, I love the vibe the energy that I, i've gotten from you and and mm-hmm. then you was like, yeah, maybe we should, you want to blah, 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 blah on, the, on, the, on the podcast. And I was like, I was going to ask you that, but I didn't want to make it sound like I was sliding your DMs. And it was like, blah, 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 blah. And then boom, here we are. Uh, I'm the opposite. I'm just like, hey, friends, <laughs> let's make new friends. Yeah, so um, re- there was a reason. But yeah, so I brought you on because, we, um, you know, my show, the September 28th, Cheap Plug, uh, it's already sold out, yeah. by the way. Um, Team Pam Dukes. 
um, I saw you was talking about, uh, you know, having your mom and things of that nature. You had a fundraiser, yes. and I always, when I always try to, whenever I do a show that's like big or whatever, I always try to incorporate some sort of charitable event, not before the tax write off, but some re- just to be, you know, good for. You Listen, know. you might as well get the tax write off. Yeah, so you know, it's good for the heart. So talk about Team Pam Dukes and um, the um, if you want to the origin and you know for the more and the, you know the purpose and. The uh the product in the race. Sure. So first of all, just when you even mentioned like whenever you originally commented about the the part uh, about um like the, using my mom's charity as your thing, like even though I can be like like extroverted and I can seem like this hard person, I'm over here like oh that was nice like people be caring and shit and then and because we had just started interacting online, so I've only heard your voice on three guys on so. You still kind, you're still kind of like this person, and I was like, "Oh shit!" And then you know, people say stuff. Yeah. I don't hold it against you. So when you mentioned it before, and then when it came time for me to actually um, create the fundraiser, and I made the page, and you was really like, "No, give me the information," yeah. and I'm like, "Oh, so he wasn't bluffing." So I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. So anyway, um, my mom passed away in 2012. Her name was Pam, mm-hmm. and you know how we say "Mom Dukes" or. Um, Oh shoot! Oh, you couldn't hear that, could you? My, I had an alarm set. No, but don't. anyway, so um, my mom. So as a one of my friends uh, used to call my mom Pam Dukes, just like you say Mom Dukes or whatever. Yeah. And and that was maybe like not long before she passed. So um, she passed in 2012. She had um um I'm from Baltimore City. Just like plenty of people have the same story like mine with drug addicted parents or. Uh, uh, different childhood traumas, um, mental health, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, because I don't shy away from it, I don't mind telling people that my mom actually committed suicide, and she had depression and some other things. But luckily, before she passed away, when she was seeking like um, uh, rehabilitation and stuff like that, the organization um, Marion House um, helped her, like whether it was like uh, getting clean from drugs and um, counseling services. Um, even by the time she went through all the levels of the program, so by the time, around the time she passed, she was actually, like, in a apartment that was subsidized by them or whatever. Mm-hmm. So over the years, we got, like, some good experience, a lot of good experiences from them. So after she passed away, we did a five, we did a different 5K the first year just because it just happened to fall around the time she passed away. Mm-hmm. The next year, the that 5K was defunct for some reason. And we started searching for another one in Baltimore, and we realized, that Marion House did one, so we like, hey, mommy was in this program for like mad years, and we didn't even know they did a 5k. But my mom passed away September 17th, and their 5k is usually the last weekend in September. So that next year, we was like, well, this is perfect, it's in Baltimore, we're from Baltimore, they helped mom, let's just do that 5k. So that first year, I was like, Let's create a fundraiser. I just like create an arbitrary fundraiser goal, like maybe like a thousand dollars or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let me just see if, if we make some money. But if not, me and my brothers, I'm the oldest of three. Mm-hmm. I'm the only girl. And um, so we just participated. Our friends participated, um, posting on Facebook. And it was like, oh, we beat our fundraising goal. So then we just like started doing it like every year, increasing our fundraiser goal. And then like I would have the same friends donate um maybe uh i've had like a friend's aunt who was like writing in a newspaper like oh let me write an article something so i feel like every year something unexpected out of my that i don't think of somebody finds 
a way to contribute. You happen to be that person this year. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, one of my um, I'm friends with the owner of a small business, a sex toy shop. It's so funny, a sex toy shop in Baltimore. She was like, she runs sometimes. So she, she was like, well, one day I'm gonna donate a portion of the proceeds from a day of their sales to the race. And uh, every year I'm almost, I'm always like, I don't know if we gonna make our fundraiser go. And every year I'm always surprised. And every year, whether it's my brothers and family running. Um, or just friends coming out to support. It's in Baltimore. Uh, if you're familiar with Baltimore, it's uh, on the east side by Lake Montebello. This year, the race is September 28th. So when you first mentioned September 28th, I saw you posting about your album um, recording. I was like, dang, that's the same day as the race. So I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to come. But then I was like, as we start talking more, I was like, no, i got to make sure. I, I was like, it's not too late. I can do the race and stuff in the morning and make sure I um, get down. But it's a fun, family-friendly 5K. They got good snacks. I'm always here for the snacks. Listen, I play my, I run and I play my runs around the, the races around the snacks. So I'm like, they got good snacks, they got stuff for the kids, and it's always a little bit emotional because um, one, the first mile of the race goes past the Murray houses, their main facility. So whoever the current women are, are usually out there cheering and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm not going front like I always cry when I run past that part, mm-hmm. but like like a good cry. Yeah, understandable. Um, then, like, two years ago, the night before the race, my little cousin passed away, and my mother had kind of ra- basically raised him. Mm-hmm. So one year, I ran the race, and nobody had knew my our cousin had died the night before. Mm-hmm. And then, so I'm just, like, running. So one of my shirts, I got my mom, and then I got my little cousin, rest in peace, on it. But it's just, like, they. this is their 11th year doing it. Um, and so this will be, like, our sixth year doing it. Mm-hmm. And... And it was so nice that, like, the actual um, counselors, and it's a small enough organization that the actual counselors and stuff was like, who is this girl, like, raising money? And I was like, it's me. So I um, I think, like, two, three years I got top fundraiser. And I think, no, three years I got top fundraiser. Like, two years I got top, we got top team fundraiser. Mm-hmm. And I, w- I don't be thinking about winning, but then when we won, I'm like, well, let's see if we can win again. <laughs> yeah. so, you're getting all competitive and, like, and stuff. <laughs> yeah, they highlighted, but it's for a good cause. So, and they highlighted in like the annual report. So even now, if I donate or send something, the late um, the directors, whoever, they recognize my name or whatever. So I was like, oh, that's nice. So I remember I read the um, if I'm gonna donate or contribute to something, it'd be like something that I've seen with uh, I've seen it personally help women, whether it was my mother or other um. A couple of my other friends, I didn't even know their moms or, like, aunt or somebody. I'm, like, at a race. And I'm, like, oh, hey, Miss Such and Such. And I was, like, didn't know she participated. And it's just, like, it's it's fun. My um, my um Since my mom died, my niece, I've had a niece and nephew be born. So my mom did meet her grandkids. So it was, it was always special the first year they were born. My mm-hmm. brothers pushed them like uh push them on the race or whatever. But so it's all it's always it's always like a really good time. My friends come out mm. and it's definitely a good cause. So shout out to you for supporting. <laughs> no, no, no doubt. You know, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm here for all of that. I'm I'm here for that. Um is it something I, I like I like to do shows. I hate doing shows and just feel like I'm just pocketing the money and like I mean Trust me, I, I do need the money, but it's also <laughs> good to, but it's always good. It makes you feel a little bit better when it's like, okay, let me you know, my grandma used to say, you're an idiot, you know? <laughs> but she said it, like, in a nice way. It would be like, you get the shirt off your back, and even though you ain't got no shirt, you'll find a shirt and give it to somebody. You're an idiot. Oh, but the, the world needs people like that. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. It's, it's, it's weird. But, um, so, I was like, this is a big enough show. I can, you know, I got to find, and I didn't know what to donate to. Last time, the first show I did, my, when I did my first album, I did I donated to East Africa. 
not East mm-hmm. Africa, um, Action Africa. And uh, it was the um, send supplies and school supplies and shirts oh, and clothes and stuff like that. It was about, uh, it was a little, it was a little something, but you know, it helped and I had the people there to um, accept the, the reward, the, uh, the donation. Um, this year I was struggling a little bit cause I couldn't think of it. I wanted to do, I know I wanted to do something dealing with women. Uh, I do a show. This one is a uh, one for women. This one is really good. Yeah. Like it helps women and their children and, and stuff like that. If I lived in Baltimore, I would personally like go and hang out and donate more. So since I don't do stuff throughout the year as much as I want to, I try to give a big effort closer to for the race at least. Yeah. So. So it's Marion House. I mean, I don't know um, if you follow, y'all follow me or you repost it. It's Marion House, so uh, the 5K. It's called like the Marion House Race to Embrace Independence, something, something or other. But if anybody donates, if you just search Team Pam Dukes or Pam Dukes up there, and you should see my name, Demetria, even. Donate, help us, help these women. <laughs> I got you. And, um, I'm gonna get the link for you anyway. I'm gonna put it in the um, in the, in the un- yeah in the non-grammar chat um, paragraph description. But it's gonna be in there. <laughs> it's gonna be in there. I swear. It is. I swear. It. I, I don't know. I, I just I, I just don't have time. Like ah, oh, this sounds good. This is a good description. And I'm like oh man. And I go back and read it. I'm like oh, I missed the word or there's a comment that's supposed to be there. Oh, it's, it's too late. Somebody downloaded. You're doing good so far. <laughs> it's too late. Can't you go? But you can go back and edit it. I could, I but think. then I'd be like, it's too late. It's, it's too late. Too late for me. I'm like, it's over. Just got to live with the fact that I graduated like 172 in my class. Um, oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, but here's where, here's where, here's where we at. Um, here's where we at, uh, D. Uh, I'm, I'm going to get to this real quick because um, I've been so uh, – I got because I'm going to get you back on eventually anyway. Um, okay. Um, before, um, again, um, Pose. Yes, my show. Yeah. Um, I got into it. I don't want to give you the, I don't want to give you the backstory how I got into it, but it was very weird. I just saw you posting out of nowhere, and I was like, where did he come from talking about Pose? <laughs> uh, I was... And you just was like, nobody told me this was a good show, and I was like, I didn't even think of it. <laughs> yeah, what happened was I was uh, getting in the mood, and um, as I'm getting in the mood, <laughs> she, she's watching she's watching, the, she's watching, the show, and I'm just minding my business. I'm like, yeah, come on, turn that TV on, goddamn. So, <laughs> it's on the commercial, and I look, and I was like, what are you looking at? And she's like, pose. I'm like, you know, and you're still, you know, still doing the do. And I'm like, what is, <laughs> what is this about? And she's like, <laughs> it's like a little, it's, you know, it's, you know, it's a transgender, you know, it's about the, you know, the, the, the parties and stuff like that, that nightlife. And I was like, oh yeah. And like, we immediately just stopped and we went like four episodes in. That is funny. <laughs> so I just, I just watched like four episodes and I got into it and she kind of stopped getting into it. Uh, I'm not gonna front the second season. Like the first two episodes was like A's die, A's die, die, die. Yeah, die. yeah. I'm like this is a lot. Uh, I was just listening to an interview. I went back and listened to an interview that Randolph mentioned with uh, Billy Porter, <laughs> and it's like yeah, A's die, A's die. But that's what was happening. So yeah, it, it was legit. I mean, it just, it just it was like damn, this is a little too, a little much. Can we get some? It of was that? like oh, where's the fun again? <laughs> Can we get back to Vulcan, please? Can we get the Vulcan? Right, get back to Vulcan. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Then like Candy up here dying, and she come back the ghost of uh, the ghost of Candy, and I'm like, yo, this is this is a, I, like I, I was in my basement looking at it, and um, it was like three th- three three thirty in the morning. I'm just in the basement, and I was like, oh, you watching? That's such a, oh, that's such a crazy hour. I'm always that hour. <laughs> yeah, because because Candy she she just died the whole time she's in the casket, but she's like, yeah, yeah I'm gonna come back for you, bitch. And I'm like, Whoa. Yeah. Well- <laughs> So every now and then I'm like looking over my I shoulder. I tried the episode. I was just like, 
<laughs> nah, I was I'm looking over. I was looking over my shoulder like, yo, this bitch candy you show look up. Oh, ah, you got candy. <laughs> <laughs> candy, catch these paws. <laughs> catch these paws, yo. But um, I brought it up because uh, I know I know you listen. But- you listen to the Speaking podcast. Of candy, the article that you're talking about is by Angelica Ross. Yeah, she's um, so uh, of course there's the um, Black Girl Rocks on BET. Uh, I haven't watched mm-hmm. it. I didn't even realize that came on last night. Nah, I didn't either. I, I know it was because you know BET record they, they the Instagram photos come up before the actual show, so right. they already recorded it and everything, and then there's like these photos and then, but um, apparently. Um, Angela Ross, Angel, Angel, Angelica Ross. I think I'm saying Angelica. Right. Yeah, Angelica Ross. See, I told you I'm bad with names. Um, she calls out the BET for excluding trans women from the Black Girls Rock um, right. extravaganza. Uh, I just wanted to get your thoughts first before I give my thoughts because I don't want. So you to before I, you even sent that link to me, I had saw um, uh, Diamond Styles, who is um, who uh, is one third of the host for Marsha's Plate, a transgender um, centered uh, podcast with uh, three two trans girls and one trans guy mm-hmm. i had saw um diamond posts like a similar sentiment that oh the black girls rock was good she saw herself as some of the women blah 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 blah. but they didn't include any trans women so i started seeing some of the commentary and in general um just from the headline, I'm like, really, BET? Especially because, um, was it the BET Awards? We already had one award show, I'm pretty sure the BET Awards, where everybody was like, where's the cast of Pose? It's like the best show. Da, da, da. Where's the trans women or trans men? Where's the trans community represent? Mm-hmm. So it seemed like, especially how much the trans women are like so visible now, Black Girls Rock seemed like the perfect time to, to correct that. <laughs> yeah. Well, for me... If you, I mean, okay, this is where I sound like the um, the racist white guy that says, first of all, some I, some of my friends are trans, okay, mm-hmm. but not like that. But um, okay, it's like okay, it, it's like if, if it was like black men rock, right? Mm-hmm. Then I'm pretty sure black women, and this is just me just thinking, would be like, oh, why ain't no black women <laughs> on the black men rock show, right? Because we're we're great too. So it's like okay, then you had the black women rock, right? But now it's like, well, the black trans are bad because they're not included. So it just seems like, like no matter what you kind of do, is always going to be somebody that's going to feel like they're excluded. I mean, kinda, but it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work if you said black men rock because men are always the center. So you guys don't need y'all. You don't need nothing that's centering y'all because we had to fight to even get included in the first place. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but when it comes to Black Girls Rock, um, it might not have been the case. Maybe it was, like, overlooked in the past. But now, especially with Black women, we're talking about, like, um, you know, similar to when we talk about, like, feminism and white feminism. And we like, oh, we're not really included with this white feminism mm-hmm. but or whatever. But then because we have the added thing of being women and the added thing of being black women but then trans women have the added thing black trans women have the fact that they're black they're women and they're trans so it's like it's a it's not it's not necessarily a right or wrong it's just um uh uh noticing where something was overlooked Mm -hmm. and this would have been an opportunity especially with some of the big star especially with some of the biggest stars like um like um like Janet Mock and all these other people being so visible, Black Girls Rock 
I don't know if, like this article said, I don't know if some trans women from Pose or whomever were invited or not, but they, but I don't think none of them were um, honored or yeah. whatever. And and this year with Pose being so big, it seemed like it seemed like like even if you even if you was doing it for the wrong reasons, it yeah, seemed like, like it should have just been like, <laughs> like okay. Here's what if if, if I was like. Uh, uh, I guess. Oh, like the, I meant the, the word I was thinking of, intersectionality. So we can't, so just like when, if it's sexist stuff and we say women can't correct things on our own, we need men to help. Mm. Or black people can't correct things, we need white people to fix that white people. So when it comes to trans women, it's like they can do what they can do, but other women yeah. need to include them, like myself. Like, like my ideas, right? Because I come up with great ideas. Trust me. Follow me. Okay. All right. My idea would be you. this, right? You bring, let's say, MJ Rodriguez, right? You mm-hmm. invite her to the Black Girl Rocks uh, extravaganza, <laughs> right? You bring her on. She gets That's on. Funny. She talks, right? And then, boom, she introduces uh, an, another another event that that uh, basically does the same thing for Black Girl Rock. Meaning it's, for the trans women, yeah, for the trans women and like the right. whole LGBT LGBT mm-hmm. community. Because I was about to, I know it's a lot of. Anyway, the point is, is like one of them introduced. It was a missed opportunity. It was. A, yeah. It was a missed opportunity. Yeah, and I mean, because who, would, who wouldn't want to see MJ Rodriguez on the stage? I, I wouldn't. I, I would love to see her. I, I love her. I actually follow. I, I follow. I follow everybody now. I love yeah. this. Yeah, and, and I mean, and, and then and it's not just like we know the biggest cast members, but it's a lot of gay and trans women and other people that's on the cast is just like they're dancing and other stuff. Yeah. So it's just a really big missed opportunity. Because like when I when I started watching the show, the first thing I do is go on the Google machine, and I start. You're one of those people. <laughs> yeah. I thought that. Oh, excuse me. I thought that was funny. I'm not. So I'm like the queen of not knowing shit. So yeah. now that you follow me on um, Facebook, you'll realize how much movie references and shit that I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm not nosy enough to go look for it. I never Google shit. So I just be like, oh, who is that? Yeah. Did Chief, I'm like, Chief Keith, who is that person? I don't, what, what are you saying? I don't be knowing shit. So like if I watch posts, I'll just watch. I don't necessarily go, I don't watch stuff and then go Google it. <laughs> no, no, I just, I, I just, because I, I like to know. I don't because I was like, because me, me and my mind, I'm like, okay, it's one trans woman and a bunch of, you know, non-trans women, right? Right. But then I was going through the cast, and it was Six like, women. it was like all of them are trans. I'm like, wow. Yeah, most of them. Yeah, I'm like, okay, this is great. <laughs> this is great. And then there's Billy Porter. I was, I, oh, yeah, I love Billy Porter. But I think I, I, think I was moved, um, I mean, it's a little off of the topic, but I was moved by the show because um, my best friend is a gay man. Mm-hmm. And then I got, so, and then my other best friend whose wedding I was in this year is a gay woman. And then, um, and then just growing up with their, like, artsy kids kind of environment in Baltimore, I didn't realize, you know, like, if you grow up in something, it's kind of normal to you. Yeah. So you. So you don't realize how much... So I I realized I didn't realize how um, accepting and stuff I already was, and that people weren't. So when I saw like pose and stuff, I'm thinking like, oh, I've been to these little parties. It might not have been on a bigger scale like New York, but mm-hmm. I'm like, I've been to some of these little weird artsy parties mm-hmm. in Baltimore, and I remember, and I remember meeting uh, such and such, and like um, somebody telling me like, oh, that's Betty, but I remember. Like, I might not have said it out loud because I, I was raised right, but I remember <laughs> thinking, like, well, Betty went to school with Devin, and I'm pretty sure 
that he was born a man, a, a boy. But in my brain, it, when I'm 20, 21, 22, they introduced me as Betty. I'm like, hey, girl. So, you know, I just, you know, whatever you said, whatever. So then when I, so now when I'm watching polls, I got more emotional, like, oh, shit. It never dawned on me that, like, my friends, that I grew up with, they they're seeing themselves on TV, and you don't re- you don't really realize that was missing until it's in your face. So I was more emotional because it seemed like my friends and some other people that I know. It's like, oh, they got their representation, and it's a fucking great show. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the best part too, because if it's not a good show, and it's like, and I told you, <laughs> you know, it's that one and I told you, we don't need them on TV, we don't need them in America. They're like, what the hell is where are you come from, Trump? What, what the yeah, because at the heart. At, at the, but I think the trend, um, uh, Angelica Ross and whomever else has an issue with black girls, right? I think they got a valid thing because at the end of the day, trans women are women just like anybody else. And especially this year with all the visibility as far as all the trans women being killed, yeah. the black, specifically black trans women, because they don't be paying no attention to the black trans women being killed. Even if you didn't, even if you didn't have one of them at the show, all these news articles and stuff being spread about the black trans women being killed are apparently. Um, when they do like the the people who have passed, they did they didn't even do some kind of they could have did some kind of nod to their lives or whatever. Yeah. So that I feel like I feel like that was just a missed opportunity. MTV is going to do it first. They're going to do. Well, it. that sucks because B um, <laughs> BET should <laughs> BET and Black Girls Rock. So um, I'm gonna need BET to be looking out. It's gonna be it's gonna be trans women and Taylor Swift. Well, maybe that's why. <laughs> maybe that's why. Um, Maybe that's why Pose is on um, FX and not BET. Yeah. BET might have screwed it up. <laughs> they were like, we'll pass. We don't want that on our shows. We'd rather, we'd rather watch Soul Plane. We'd rather have Soul Plane. But on a positive note, I did see a lot of tweets and stuff like rallying around Angelica Ross. So maybe mm-hmm. this will, maybe it'll be a kind of reaction, kind of like the Oscars so white thing. Yeah. Maybe it'll be a similar reaction, like, oh, it was. Um, like it'll be like a rallying cry, and then they'll like fix it next time, or do something else. Maybe like you said, like something that's like trans specific or whatever. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, nobody watches BET like that no more anyway. Because <laughs> we only watch it for these shows. Yeah, I mean, but even then, did you you didn't even know it was on? Well, I never know when Black Girls Rock is on. I always know when the BET Awards is on, but but I never know when Black Girls Rock is on. Maybe enough is enough people not tweeting about it because normally I know about the awards because there's all this Twitter action about it. Yeah. But it also came on last night and Monday and football came back. I saw more football tweets last night than I saw. Um, yeah, I was in the barbershop. I don't normally watch football, um, not because of Kaepernick, because I already wasn't a football fan, but that gave me my reason to be woke. But like, yeah, I don't watch football either. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but um, Okay, Mr. Cross Country. I heard you mention it. Oh, yeah, I'm in the, I'm in the building. But um, I was stuck in the barbershop for like five. I just want y'all to know I ran a marathon. I ran a Marine Corps marathon in 2017. Oh, you, oh, you humble bragging. Okay, here I see what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I see what's happening as, as you sip your wine. As you sip it. <laughs> I ran a Marine Corps marathon. <laughs> I see what's happening. <laughs> Every now and then, I just like to remind myself that I did that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see you got you got runner in the name. You got the, you got the runner in the name. What's your what's your fastest 3.1 mile time? I'm not that fast. Probably oh. only like thirty minutes. Cause I didn't get in the run. I never ran until I never ran until after my mom died, like as a stress and grief reliever. Mm-hmm. Then I realized, like, oh, I need to lose weight, and I enjoy running. And I was like, oh, I guess I'll invest into like decent shoes and a bunch of races and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, 
So like, I always be like, like for me, a goal was just like a 10 minute mile and that's it. And every now and then I hit that. But like when I could do a race, I just be like, I just try to enjoy the 5k. And then I started increasing my distance. And one year I had the crazy idea that I'd run a marathon and I did it. So, okay. So, I mean, you ran, did you run the whole thing? Did you walk, run, walk, run, jog? Uh, like a, it was like a walk, run. No, it was like a jog, like break, but it was mostly running because I um, ran with, they had like some military people that kind of like paced you depending on if you wanted to run with the pacer. Mm -hmm. So we was like running, um, like the whole mile and then like walk for like, a whole minute, like at the, she paced it so we would walk like a whole minute, like at the end of a mile, mm-hmm. and then we walked through all the. If it was a water stop or a snack stop, you did kind of like a speed walk through. Mm-hmm. So I was in pretty like good motion the whole time, and then toward the end, I just said fuck it, fuck keeping up with the pace, because if I would have stick with the lady, I would have finished in five hours. Yeah. But at but toward the end, I was like fuck it, I just want to have fun, and I'm not worrying about time, and I um. I left with her. So I ended up fin- finishing close to the five and a half hours. But that shit was brutal. Oh, yeah. When you say five <laughs> hours, it sounded like it hurt. <laughs> That's a long time it, to just be moving. It didn't hurt. It didn't hurt until after I, set, after I stopped, though. <laughs> it was fine. Because I did, I, did, I did good and stuck to my training. So I tell people the race day was actually the easiest part. Mm-hmm. Because I've been training for 20-ish weeks and that mean a couple times um, that mean like maybe like 10 weeks in a row i was going out on a sunday by myself running 10 11 12 15 17 miles by myself mm-hmm. on race day running the whole big um thing with 40 some thousand people that's it was easy by then because i was like oh i ran 20 miles two weeks ago by myself so i guess i can do this yeah with the adrenaline and stuff but <laughs> And proper stretching and hydration. But once I got home and um, yeah, I was pre- I, I I feel I feel like I prepared enough because I ran a marathon on a Sunday. By Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, my body didn't hurt, mm-hmm. and I was like, I was like, hold up. So I, I I thought I was weird. Like, why my body still not hurting? But I guess I prepared enough. Okay, look at you in shape. <laughs> <laughs> Cause uh, I'll be uh, I'll be in that joint at the cross country. I'll be like, give me all the ice caps, give me all the no. ice cups. <laughs> oh no! Immediately after, yeah, because when I came home, once I sat down on the floor, mm. I didn't take a bath that night because I knew if I sat in the tub, I live alone. I wouldn't have been able to get up. So yeah. I was like, I was like, I'm not gonna get up. And I was like, <laughs> no, I can't move. <laughs> yeah. I'd have been stuck in the bathtub. Anybody seen D? <laughs> Somebody called mm-hmm. D. She in the bathtub. Somebody was somebody sent me extra like at Grubhub. Um, my co-host, I said I was so hungry, and she was like, "Can you make it to the door? I'm gonna like send Grubhub or some 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 food." Cause I was so hungry, even though I ate immediately after the race, I ran for five hours. It didn't feel like I ate nothing, even though I ate a lot. Yeah. So I was like, "I'm starving." That <laughs> <laughs> was good. Okay. Okay. Well, you still run? No. I only run to the door and to my car and I run late. I run late to work. I don't do it too much. <laughs> <laughs> I run late to work a lot. Um, my body is probably like two times what I was when I was running cross country. 
Uh, I'm trying oh, to get back okay. in shape. Um, See, I'm obviously, I, well, I haven't been running as much this year because of uh, depression, but whatever. I'm yeah. going to get back to it one day. <laughs> yeah, I was good. I actually, um, my first, my, when I recorded my first album, I was 220, 227. And I was, at that time, I was like 250, 260. And then I lost all the, all this weight. How long ago was the first album? Uh, five years, only because Facebook reminded, just reminded me. Uh, okay. It was like five years. Um, so I was still trying to keep up with it. And then I ended up, um, um, hurting my ankle playing basketball at LA fitness. I tore some ligaments and stuff like that. So I was out for like six months, had like two or three surgeries and, uh, I lost a little weight. Oh, surgery. Yeah. I had, Cause they had to replace some stuff and, and it didn't heal right the first time. So, uh, it was funny too, but, uh, because I was like, I don't even want to be here cause I know he messed up. And then he took all the galls and the wrappings and everything. He put in the X-ray. He was like, "Ah, I messed up." He kind of like messed. You know, you know how like um, you do a math problem or something, and then mm-hmm. somebody checks it. <laughs> the teacher checks it. Like, and you're like, "Ah, I messed up." And he just take the paper and like go. <laughs> That's what he did. He was like, "Ah, it didn't heal." Then he went and got another doctor. I like why? <laughs> why would you, why would you not let her operate on me instead of you? Like, who let you operate on me if you oh, knew what's no. gonna do it? So she was like, yeah, well, this is his second or third surgery. I'm like, what the hell you mean his second or third surgery? So <laughs> so she had to go in. I don't want to be the person that they had to practice on. Because I guess, I mean, you got to learn, but I don't yeah. want you to learn on me. So he, so she goes in. I have another surgery. And um, he, and right before they put me out, too, because I was trying to fight it. I don't know why. So, they, you know, they put me out. I looked up, and he's in the room, too. Like, he's studying how to do a proper a proper ankle surgery. <laughs> he had his textbooks out? No, no. He was watching her um, learning how to do a proper ankle surgery. He YouTube and shit in the middle of the shit? Yeah. So, um, so from there, uh, I just have been having struggle. I've been struggling trying to get back into that rhythm of working out um, like I should. It's hard because, you know, you come home and it's like, it's just easier for me to get on these sticks and play NBA 2K20 or at that time 19 or 17 versus just doing the thirty minutes because I just did it today before I got on got on here with you. I recorded a mm-hmm. podcast and then I then I then I bought then I did it. I'm doing another. This is the second one I'm recording, so that way I don't have to keep recording every week. And I'm like, but before I did all that, I went. Oh, to you that. banking them? Yeah, I actually ended up going to the gym first for like an hour, and I'm like, I got I could do an hour. It's just an hour, but some people. Uh, you might gotta start with like. 15 minutes or something. Yeah, with well, 30 of them. I'm trying to get car, back yeah. into you know, taking a little run or whatever. Fall is my season, so hopefully I'll get my mojo back this fall. The, maybe the race, mom's race, will um stimulate my running again. Because I love the fall, crisp fall weather and running. And I live by a couple nice, I live by a bunch of nice trails that I can run and run on. So you're just going to blow bubbles on the pot? You're just going to be... <laughs> oh, I do this while I'm recording my podcast. So you're just going to be blowing bubbles. <laughs> that's, what, that's what hot in the street. And we, um, we record... We post our video on Patreon, so Lord knows what's on our Patreon page. Because I just be blowing bubbles and drinking wine and coloring in my coloring book while we talking. <laughs> oh, no, that's fine. I'm just I'm like, we're just going to blow bubbles. I feel like Dave Chappelle. So that's what we're we doing. I do, right it now. So, I do it so naturally. I was like, oh. <laughs> I guess I like you aren't summer. <laughs> no, you're fine. Like, that's what's hot in the street. We just do our taxes. We do our taxes now. That's hot in the streets. But now, <laughs> I mean, I'm an accountant. I work for Uncle Sam. Ah, that's right. I forgot. You don't get. You don't get. You don't get references. That was the Dave Chappelle skit. You didn't get the. Da- oh no! Oh no, man! I don't know. Oh god! I only know a couple of Dave Chappelle references. I'm going to. I'm going to. Uh, we we'll get it done here. I'm going to actually forge you this skit. If you, if 
when people send me stuff, I'll look at it. Yeah, but no. I was like, yeah, that's what's how she do your taxes. You're like, no, I'm a, I'm an accountant. Like, no, don't put your business on. <laughs> <laughs> Not like that. Listen, I'm good. That's fine. I, I you know, what I'm saying, you know, I, I'll be like, who hiring? <laughs> looking for a new job, but I'm gonna um, I'm gonna I'm gonna skedaddle out of here because um, okay, it was this was fun. Yeah, we should do this more often. Listen, Mondays are actually pretty good for me. With my talkative ass, you know, I'm always down to talk about <laughs> shit that I may or may not know about. Mm-hmm. You, I stay on the Twitter machines. I listen to I uh whoever I listen to three guys on I be knowing I gotta go find the chicken sandwich at Roy Rogers. I mean, <laughs> this that, that's the first uh, I tell everybody this too. I be like that's the first sign to when you know a woman um, has found a man is their social media activity goes down. I don't think my I, I it's don't going think to go I'm down. It's going to, I've been talking to the same guy for like eight months. It's going it's going to go down. No, it hasn't gone down yet. It's going to go down. Trust well, me. Well, just in case, hold up. Do he listen to three guys on? So that means he might listen to this. <laughs> but it don't matter. Nah. But me and him are both pretty active on social media. So that's why it don't matter. Because he just, it was weird. Because I'm like, I don't, I never expected to meet somebody who posts just as much as on social media as me. Mm-hmm. And he does. We just don't be referencing each other, though. But that's whatever. Cool. That's the best I'm way I'm still single, though. No. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no, that's the best way to do it though. Um, I tell anybody the best, the worst relationships are the ones that that tag each other. And so, <laughs> if you want to know who's beating who, just see how many times they tag the other person on Facebook. Oh yeah, I'm not about to tag him all the time. But <laughs> I'm with my boo did. at at <laughs> me and him at at. The next thing that you yeah, realize. you gotta say human. I have oh I have to I feel like at least one time. I have to get you to taste some beer because I'm not convinced that you don't like beer. I don't like but beer. That, that's another conversation for another. I don't like beer. All beer tastes like piss. It doesn't. No, American beer, uh, regular American like Heineken and Miller Lite and all those, those taste like beer. But one, I mean, taste like piss. But once I realized that beer was stuff other than that piss water, like Miller Highlights, mm. yeah. I was like, I've been delivered. What about Coors? It's trash. No, that's cool. trash. <laughs> so I, I have this thing right here is a recorder. Um, so if we go out and you force me to drink a beer, um, we could just record it and I could tell you in the real time how trash Crash it is. Crash beer. I'll pick out a flight. <laughs> I'll pick out a flight. It'll be like a bunch of different, um, like a little flight of like six ounces or like, I mean like six beers, whatever. It's different places. We're going to find something. Okay. Find I'll bring my, I'll bring my little handy there recorder and some, and some, and, uh, um, and damn, some. we going to figure it out. It's fall. It's about to be some pumpkin beer. It's some Oktoberfest. It's some different stouts. You drink coffee? Um, no, I'm, I'm a tea person. Cause I'm okay. Fun. Cause, or it depends. Cause like, uh, some of the stouts that are heavier and darker, a lot of people like like chocolate, dark chocolate, or coffee. Those are, are good for them. But I'm telling you, I'm good. I can pick out. I can find something. Mm. I'm not convinced. So it's me. Brains. Don't ask me about my hand. But it's brains and buns on Instagram. Mm-hmm. This show is bad and boozy pod. Mm-hmm. We drop episodes every Wednesday for more of this beer and wine talk. Okay. I'm I'm here for it. I, I listen to it. Uh, I listen to the I listen to the show. I'll be on the treadmill. I'll be listening to it. I'll be getting in there. Um, I want to thank you for coming here. Uh, I'm gonna have all your links, all of them in the in the 
ungrammar. Yeah, form. just let me know if <laughs> anything I need to. I'll send everything. <laughs> okay, because yeah, it's not grammar checked at all. And uh, I'm going to have you on again uh, soon. And if, 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 if not, I'll definitely see you on the 28th. Yes, I'll de- you'll definitely see me on the 28th. And if not, we'll definitely talk before then. Yeah, absolutely. Because you'd be like, how's your day at work? And I'm like, it was trash. <laughs> <laughs> I just be talking. <laughs> Like I, I, I hit you, like, I hit you over the weekend. I was like, "What's going on?" And I was like, "Oh my god, is she with her, is she with somebody? Did I, did I text her? Oh my it god, it don't matter." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm not. Try- I'm just. I'm out. I'm out because uh, sometimes it- people text me. They're like, oh, I don't want to be disrespectful.' I'm like, I'm normally out the house. I'm. I'm. It's fine. I'm a. I'm a I night just, all. See, I don't think about that. I just text people because I assume that everybody is adults, and you have to. You have to. Um, you have the wherewithal to answer or not answer. So if you if you're busy, people are like I ain't want to disturb him. Like you know, I cannot answer my phone if yeah. I don't want to. Yeah, like that's 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 all I think. I just, so, put, I, I just put my phone to do not disturb because I just want the missed calls. <laughs> you act like a light skinned girl. Yeah, I just want the because I, mean, cause I <laughs> well I put them on the last podcast why I'm doing it, but um I I love the, I, the do not has that been working out for you though? It has because okay good because I've good. been I've been filtering out people I don't want to talk to. Because I, I have a, I have a, I have a, I want to type people that check every message. I'm not, you ever look at somebody's phone and be like 722 text messages and like 9,800 inboxes. <laughs> like, I just never check them. They're all, they, they all not read. Yeah, I check everything. Yeah, I check everything. Well, I'll like, clear them. Yeah. Yeah, I'll clear them. I got, like, that is trust me. Yeah, it's like, I have all these missed calls and I'm like, I, I don't, how, how do you live your life like that? You don't, all this clutter. So, so. Nah, you have a lot of emails, though. Oh, that emails are trash. Because he's like. But that don't matter because it's the trash. Like, whatever. Yeah. But, um. So yeah, so if you call me, there, there's a 99.9% chance I'm going to pick up the phone. And a lot of times, um, since this taping, it's been very stressful for me because I'm, uh, I'm planning out the I can't set. tell. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, because you, you seem like you're doing pretty good to me. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, well it's because I, I try to hide it. <laughs> but I'm planning, you know, I'm, I'm like tomorrow or Wednesday, I'm planning out the set. Well, I'm going to get the materials for the set for the show. Um, I haven't picked, I, I have mm-hmm. my shoes. I haven't picked out my outfit yet. Um, oh, so you're not gonna wear you 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 should wear a romper. Mm-mm. I can't do no, no. I can't believe you suggested that. I'm I'm insulted. <laughs> I'm, not doing, I'm not Dave Chappelle funny. That's I'm not wearing a romper. Oh, it's fall. Yeah. All right. Maybe not a romper. Yeah. So what what I'm ten, what I'm tentatively going with because of my shoes is it's gonna be like. And you from the seven five seven? What niggas in the seven five seven wearing there? Um, I don't know. Like it's like baby New York. Yeah, seven by seven really is big New York. So I went to Virginia Union, just mm-hmm. in case you didn't know. So yeah, so basically, I feel like I got close enough proximity to seven five seven. It's definitely Timberlands, especially this one. It's definitely Timberlands. Yes, Timberland was seven five seven. Don't match the rest of Virginia. <laughs> I've never heard it quite like that, but it's true. It, yeah, yeah, it don't match. It don't match the rest. It's almost kind of how like Baltimore don't match the rest of Maryland. Yeah, it's like its own entity. <laughs> yeah. So niggas from seven five seven used to seem like they was in New York or Jersey or something, but how they was in Virginia. But that's fine. Yeah, it's um, like growing up. I know people don't like, but like Jay Z. Like I, I was raised off Jay Z and just you know anything New York, Wu Tang, anything New York. That's what we was like basically raised off of. Like that was our dress style. And um, 
And yeah. I think people forget that it's mili- a big mi- a military down there. So, like, you get, it's easier to import stuff from other cities and stuff there. Yeah, and then there's that, too. Because when I was growing up, there was a bunch of Dodge Neons flying around for the day Baltimore before. is, like, that weird mix of maybe we north and maybe we south. But no, it's no, it's no <laughs> consensus. Because <laughs> niggas from Baltimore could look like they from New Orleans or they could look like they from New York. But maybe, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I know, I know some of y'all be sounding country like I'm from Maryland. I'm like, that's country. That's what I say, from Maryland. Yeah, that's country. Well, technically we're below the Mason Dixon line. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I say it's that weird mix. Nobody from up north claims us, nobody from down south claims us. But I'm like, uh, we right here. <laughs> we here, y'all. We here. I'm here for all this. What we doing? <laughs> no? Oh. Okay. Uh, I'm about to say you gotta stop. You gonna you just gotta stop me from recording because I'll keep talking. Oh no, that's fine. All right, so look, um, enjoy your wine. We're gonna do this again. I have everything. Well, you send me everything you need me to, uh, to send, mm-hmm. including uh, one more time. When are you the... make sure you let me know when you post this so I can repost it. Okay, and um, don't forget um, one more time for Pam Dukes, Team Pam Dukes. Team Pam Dukes, R.I.P. Mommy. Uh, no, no, the the the, the links, the the um, information. Yeah, I'm gonna send that to you. Yeah, but you can say it now though, just in case somebody. Oh, you want me to say? Oh, so yeah. Team Pam Dukes is Marion uh, is um, the Marion House. Um, if you look in both, um, if you do the website, it's marionhouse.org slash five k, and you'll see the five k and um, the donate links. You, I think most of us are computer literate. You should be able to follow the links from there. Um, but it's Team Pam Dukes. The race. If anybody is in Baltimore and would like to even join us or cheer us on. The race is in Baltimore and Lake Montebello on September the 28th. I believe um, kickoff time is 9. Me and my family are usually there at like 7.30 for all the pre-race festivities and getting t-shirts and things like that. Um, and I forgot to mention, if by the strange chance anybody is not in the area and wants to run, they're doing a virtual option this year. So you can register like you're doing a 5K. They'll still send you the t-shirt and medal or whatever, but you just um, do, like, whatever your running app is, and you, like, log your run from wherever you at. Okay. And, and um, like, just do a virtual run, which is cool because I got a lot of friends that I met from TBGWT and stuff who aren't local who want to run. And I think you can you can complete the race any day that week of the race. So I thought that was cool. And then you can donate, share the link, and all that other good stuff. So, Team Pam Dukes. All right. Appreciate you, D. We're going to do this again. Thank you for being on. All righty. All right. Good night. Good night. Bye. And there you have it, folks. I did an interview. I did an interview with D. Brains and buns. Buns and brains. Yep. And um, before we go, um, what we're going to do is I'm going to pull this up. Oh, man. Don't do this to me. I don't need that. I don't need that. I just need this. I just need this right here. Before we do that, we're going to do this right here what's happening everybody it's your boy greg stevens aka black mayonnaise you're listening to the open mic podcast yeah yeah and um all my upcoming shows uh, i want to thank y'all again for downloading and listening to the show once again all the ones and twos of y'all that download the show shout out to the bad and boozy podcast um Give them a listen, give them a subscribe, give them a share. You get um, opportunity to uh, my upcoming shows. I'm going to drop this one on. Um, 
going to no, it doesn't even matter. Make sure you do recognize it. September 28th. It's going to be a lot of stuff I'm planning. Um, the day of the show, go and follow the hashtag. Hashtag promote Mike B. Hashtag promote Mike B. The album. Promote Mike B. T-H-E. Album. All right. Thank y'all for listening. Uh, appreciate y'all. Be good. Good night, folks.